0: Body positivity is not about accepting where you are to the point that you do nothing about your health. It's about feeling so positive about your body that you want to take care of it and you want to become more healthy. Welcome to the High Powered Podcast, the podcast created to help you grow strong, healthy, and confident in mind, body, and spirit. Now, here's your host, Chase Livingston. Hey, what is up you guys? Welcome back to another High Powered episode of the High Powered Podcast. Super pumped to have you today because we are diving into um, what I like to call mindful nourishment. What I'm going to be doing is giving you a sneak peek into our holistic fitness program. And right now we are going through what's called Grateful Gains, a 30-day fitness feast where we're really diving deep on Things like, of course, exercise and fitness, but also gratitude and what I like to call mindful nourishment, which is the topic of today's episode. And so here you're going to be getting exclusive information that I'm sharing with this group that I'm currently working with. And you're going to be learning about topics such as mindful eating, body positivity, and Uh, nutritional knowledge and the importance of all these things and what they actually mean. So I'm super pumped to have you listening. I can't wait to see what you learn. And if you're interested in learning more about this, then all you got to do is check out the show notes. I've got a link attached to where you can learn more. But anyways, without further ado, let's dive into the foundations of mindful nourishment. Hello and welcome to the mindful nourishment part of your course. Um, I'm really excited about this. I've put in a lot of thought and a lot of work into this side of the course alone. And I believe I've made this comment in uh, the course description and stuff like that. But I promise you, like, the information that you're going to get from this side of the course alone is, is enough for somebody else who's maybe like well-established or whatever you would say to charge thousands of dollars to run workshops or courses with the exact same information that I'm about to share with you here. So uh, I would be pumped up about what you're about to – learn here and how you can actually apply this to your life because I don't know who you are uh, necessarily right now. Um, I don't know where you are in your journey when it comes to, you know, uh, your body image, how you view yourself, how what your relationship is with food, but I promise you, there's something that's going to speak to you in this part of the course. There's something that's going to stick out to you, something that you're going to be able to apply and something that you can use. And so I'm really, really excited about that. But what I want to do right now is I want to go over this first, we'll call it an episode, but it's really the first portion of this course, uh, which is called the foundations of mindful nourishment. Okay. And I want to start off with just like a simple definition of what mindful nourishment is. And, Mindful nourishment is a holistic approach to food and nutrition that emphasizes self-awareness, positive mindset, and a balanced relationship with your body. This guide is going to help uh, health enthusiasts, people who are interested in in bettering their health and their fitness in a holistic way, develop a greater understanding of food, dieting, and body image. By adopting mindful practices and making informed choices, you can start to promote physical and emotional well-being. So I'm really pumped up about this side of the course because it's going to go much deeper than just the physical. Like, yes, eating, working out, these are very physical things, but with this mindful nourishment portion, we are going to be diving into more of the emotional, even the spiritual side of things where we're going to start to see behind the veil a little bit of like how we see our food and how we see our bodies. And we're going to start to improve that relationship. So, uh, what I want to do with this very first episode is go over the foundations of mindful nourishment and the foundations are, uh, three parts. Okay. The first one is, um, sorry, the first part is mindful eating and what it means. Uh, the second part is the true meaning of body positivity. And number three is developing a deeper understanding of nutritional knowledge. So these are all super big key things to know uh, really outside of this course, but it's just cool that we've got it packaged up like this. So I'm going to dive right in and I want to discuss what mindful eating is. So, mindful eating is this concept that encourages you to savor each bite. It encourages you to tune into your body's natural hunger and fullness cues and be present and in the moment when you eat. You know, in today's fast paced culture, we tend to rush through our meals without even realizing that. We have just eaten. You know, I'm reminded of this episode of Spongebob, and I don't know if you're like me where you, like, grew up watching this show. It's kind of funny I'm talking about it, but there's this moment where I think Spongebob and Patrick, they're, like, on this road trip or something, and um, they start to get hungry, and they had these candy bars saved, and so Spongebob gives Patrick his candy bar, and Patrick goes, well, I think I'll eat it now, and he eats it, right? Right. And, uh, he's got chocolate all over his mouth and literally the camera doesn't even like go away from it It stays on Patrick. And you have like a three second or a five second count. And then he goes, I think I'll eat it now. He goes to eat it again. And he like, takes a bite out of his hand. You know, it's just like this funny instance that proves what we're talking about here, how very little, like, uh, we, we pay very little attention to Um, How fast we eat and like what we eat, and it can really create a bunch of problems, which we'll discuss here in a second. You know, whether it's having lunch while you're responding to emails or just scrolling through social media or even enjoying dinner out with your friends, sometimes you can just be eating and pay very little attention to what you're eating or how fast you're eating and. When you're not even paying attention to the taste or the texture or really how good or bad it is for you. You're just like consuming food for the sake of consuming it, you know? And um, very little thought can go into uh, the act of eating or even our meals. You know, when we rush through our meals and we pay little attention to our hunger cues, we may not chew through our food all the way. We may not listen to that natural hormone in our bodies called ghrelin that tells us when we're starting to get full. And this can actually start to place more work on the body where we've got to start Digesting the food even more inside of our bodies rather than chewing it through and now we've probably overeaten because we haven't really paid attention to that natural fullness cue and we're consuming more than we really need to. So mindful eating is kind of the answer to these problems Uh, and it's a practice that encourages a heightened sense of awareness and presence during your meals. It involves paying full attention to the sensory aspects of eating, such as the taste, the texture, the aroma of the food, and uh, it also brings in those um, those physical sensations of hunger and fullness. Right, knowing when you're hungry like genuinely hungry, not just like hungry out of boredom or out of routine, but genuinely, okay, I'm feeling hungry. I'm ex- experiencing hunger. Now it's the time to eat. And then also eating slowly and mindfully and enjoying and savoring each bite to the point where we say, okay, I'm starting to eat full. I don't have to make my happy plate, you know, for, so to speak, uh, you know, we tell arrow all the time, Hey dude, you got to make a happy plate, but really does he really need to? Like he's telling us he's full Maybe he needs to just listen to those natural hunger cues. And so um, mindful eaters savor each bite. They eat without distractions, and they make deliberate choices about what, when, and how much they eat. So this is just bringing in a much more conscious, deliberate, and intentional way to start viewing your nutrition. You know, you're going to know exactly um, what you're going to eat, why it's necessary that you eat it. And when it's necessary to, right, you're listening to those natural hunger cues, not just because, well, it's lunchtime, you know, or, well, I've got to have three square meals a day. You know, I mean, maybe you do need to have three squares, three square meals a day. But the thing is, is, um, um, are you listening to those natural hunger cues? And then how much of that food are you eating? Are you being mindful and present with that meal? Um, guys, listen, this approach is going to cultivate a much healthier relationship with food. Uh, and it allows individuals to connect with your body's cues, it reduces overeating, and ultimately it helps you make more conscious and balanced choices about the foods that you're eating. Uh, it's not just about what you eat, but how you eat, right? Promoting a deeper appreciation of the nourishment that food provides and fostering a positive and sustainable approach to healthy nutrition. Just right out of the gate, does this sound much better than a restrictive diet where you know you can only eat, you know, um, one or two times a day, and you know you can't have bread and you can't have red meat and you can't have this and you can't have that. No sugar, all of this different stuff. Rather than hey, I'm going to tap into my natural body's uh, cues and. Kind of listen to my body and then also make informed choices. And what's cool is as we continue to go through this program, we're going to discuss other things. You know, here in this episode, we'll talk about nutritional knowledge and making the right informed choices. But also something called intuitive dieting. We'll we'll discuss that later, where we really listen to our body's natural um, hunger. Uh, cravings that may even like be telling us why we should consume certain foods and then how to navigate that as well so this is going to be super exciting Uh, to incorporate mindful eating here's what you can do just start becoming more aware of the activity of eating okay a simple step just become more aware chewing every bite all the way through actually savoring and enjoying each bite and then paying attention to those hunger cues and when you may start to get full that's it. You know what I'm saying? So just slowing down a little bit, enjoying the process a little bit more, chewing through your food. This is how you can start to become a little bit more mindful with this concept of mindful eating. Wow. The holidays are upon us. Can you believe it? Hey, listen, I'm getting ready to launch my brand new 30 day fitness challenge called the Grateful Gains Fitness Feast. And this whole 30 day challenge is centered around my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. So throughout the month, of course, we're going to be working out. We're going to be strengthening our bodies, but also we're going to be implementing two super cool things that I'm excited about implementing. Number one is what I call mindful nourishment. And what that's all about is just developing a healthy relationship around food, particularly during the holidays. You know, during this time of year, many people are feeling guilty or shameful about the foods that they're eating, and we want to completely eliminate that. Also, we're developing a daily gratitude practice where we're going to be thankful for the bodies we have and the life that we've been given so that we can experience true gratitude for this awesome life that we have. So, sound like something you want to be a part of? What I want you to do is go to www.chaseinspires.com grateful there. You're going to get more information on the program. You can go ahead and sign up. You can also contact me if you have any questions through that link. Once again, it's www.chaseinspires.com slash grateful. I hope to see you in the program. So let's move on to Part two. Um, I'm really excited about this topic. This is uh, the po- sorry the body positivity segment. Okay, and uh, basically what we want to do here is shift your mindset by embracing body positivity, focusing on self acceptance and separating self worth from physical appearance. You know, uh, this there's this body positivity movement going on right now, and I think to an extent. Um, this can be a good thing. This body positivity movement that we're seeing can be a good thing. However, I think there is some lines that need to be drawn, okay? When you are uh, experiencing or you're going through this idea of body positivity, you're you're trying to incorporate this idea into your life. It's not, I am uh, going to love and embrace myself so much that I don't have to do anything, right? What it actually is, is, I love and care for my body so much that I'm going to take care of it, and I'm going to do things to change my body in a healthy way, and I'm going to love and embrace myself in the process every single day as I continue to move forward. Uh, Body positivity has gained a lot of momentum over the last few years regarding the acceptance and inclusion of people of all body sizes and types. This can be a wonderful thing. However, it is also important to know that those limitations. Body positivity is not about accepting where you are to the point that you do nothing about your health. It's about feeling so positive about your body that you want to take care of it and you want to become more healthy. So that is really the definition, the core of what body positivity is. Body uh, positivity in the context of health and fitness, which is really where we're going with this program, is all about embracing and celebrating your body at every stage of the journey. It encourages individuals to be kind and compassionate to yourselves, um, to recognize that self-love and self-acceptance are not conditional on where your body, what your body size is or where you're at in the process or what your fitness level is, you know, whether you're just starting out or whether you've been doing it for years, body, t- body positivity reminds you that your worth is not determined by your appearance. It allows you to appreciate your body for what it can do and the progress that you've made, all while acknowledging that health and well-being are an ongoing process. You know, uh, this inclusive perspective promotes a more sustainable, balanced, and holistic approach to uh, health and fitness, where self compassion and body acceptance are just as important as setting and achieving goals, right? They both have their place. It's a mindset that fosters resilience, mental well being, and a more ro- loving relationship with your body and yourself. Guys in today's world, you know, we're, we're uh, being bombarded with social media influencers and magazine covers and all of this different stuff where um, we are being presented these almost impossible ideas of um, certain body types and body images and stuff like that. And that can make people feel a certain way. It can make people feel... Some people, it can make them feel inspired. It can encourage them and want them to move towards that. And then there's other people where it says, like, what's the point? Like, I'm never going to achieve that. I'm never going to accomplish that. And um, we have to kind of break that. Um, I hate that that is such a common thing. You know, I saw this uh, thing the other day. It was a Calvin Klein magazine cover of – You know, people, I believe it was like 89 or something. And of course you have this guy, he's got this lean physique, six pack, right? Looking just like very athletic. Um, And then you have a woman, very much similar, same body style. And they're like hugging on each other. They got the sex appeal thing going on. And then one from this year, 2023, you see two people on each other in the very much the same kind of way, except they were extremely overweight. And it is promoting, once again, this idea of body positivity that we are going to accept and love people of all body sizes, all body types, and that's great, you know. But let's not say that this is like the end-all, be-all. We need to just stop here. No, we need to be making proactive choices towards our health. There is a healthier way to live um, because regardless of the body acceptance movement, you know, obesity and these other problems, they do lead to all kinds of different issues. Like we're not going to pretend that that doesn't exist and lead you to live um uh an unfulfilling life you know if you're spending more on hospital bills than you are on really experiencing life that's an issue you know and we shouldn't want that for anybody we shouldn't want that for ourselves or anything and so body positivity is incredible but remember it has limitations and we need to know what the true definition is it's that we feel so great about ourselves and where we are in the process that we want to continue to go we want to continue to set goals however we're not uh, our self-worth and our results are not tied to how we're going to look at the finish. Finish line, right? It's just the fa- the fact of I'm working on becoming a healthier person uh, along the way. Okay. So loving and embracing where you are all throughout the process is 100% necessary to cultivate a positive relationship with your body and with food. This prevents those hateful tendencies to yourself and creating self-sabotaging behaviors that we commonly see uh, multiple times throughout the day. This is what I want you to do. Just take a moment to be where, like how just to To be grateful for where you are in the process. You know, when you wake up, just be grateful for, you know, another day to continue working on yourself and continue to better yourself and to love yourself for where you're at. Uh, After a workout, once again, just be grateful for your body's ability to move and to breathe and to act and to do things. Uh, That's something to be grateful for. And then before you go to bed, be grateful you know, be grateful for your body. Whenever I um, speak with students, I share with them what I call my E3 method. I'm working on a a better name. Y'all got to, you know, cut me some slack here. But basically, uh, this was the process that I used very on in my fitness journey that helped me love and accept myself because I kind of, um, I had some things that I hated about myself. You know, I wasn't very confident. I was very self-conscious And um, this little process actually helped. And so the three E's, they each stand for something, right? The first one is exercise. You're going to exercise. You're going to go through a series of movements and um, uh, exercises that basically elicit a response that's going to bring – oxygen-rich blood through the body that's going to pump endorphins into your brain, which are those feel-good hormones that give you this sense of fulfillment, of confidence, of well-being. We want to experience those things. While we are going and experiencing these things, these endorphins, which creates a positive feedback loop where we want to continue to feel like that, we're also going to be empowering ourselves. That's the second D, with positive affirmations and words of love and um, assurance, you know, I love myself for where I'm at right now. I'm beautiful. I'm healthy. I'm strong. I'm getting better every day in every way. You know, those kinds of things that just kind of build up that love for ourselves and, um, accepting where we are in the process and really kind of boosting our self-confidence and our <laughs> motivation in a way. And then the last E is the embrace? You know, after that, we're gonna embrace where we are in the process. Just seriously, give yourself a big hug, love yourself for, um, for who you are and where you're at, and that starts to create this positive cycle to where you really start to develop a love and appreciation for yourself, where you want to continue to experience these things. So this can be a powerful thing, and I highly recommend it. I tell this to my students to help them cultivate, you know, a positive body image, but this works for everyone. I mean, I still do this for myself. Sometimes I'll be working out and all of a sudden I just start like giving myself positive affirmations, you know, so, uh, this can be powerful. Now the last one that I want to talk about today, and I wish we had more time to dive deeper into it, but, um, this ultimately comes down to, uh, some work that you may have to do on your end. Now, as your coach know that I'm here for you, I'm here to answer any questions. All you got to do is reach out, but nutritional knowledge is the third part. And what this is, is educating yourself about nutrition without falling into diet culture. You know, you're learning about macronutrients, about micronutrients, about learning their roles in overall health. Um, If you're like me, um, when you're first learning this stuff, it can kind of be overwhelming because... Whenever I was in high school and middle school, I didn't take like a nutrition class. And here's the thing, unless you've taken a nutrition class in school or you've taken it upon yourself to learn the concept of quality nutrition, it may be foreign to you. Uh, And this can impact how you make decisions when you're buying groceries or ordering foods at restaurants or going out to eat. And now this doesn't mean you have to place more strict and imposing demands on your nutritional choices, rather that you're just more informed, more conscious, and more aligned with what you're trying to do. And so um, I've even added some things in this program that we're doing right now where um, it's your nutrition guide, and you can go and you can learn the foundations of nutrition that can tell you everything that you need to know, made it super simple, super plain, That way you um, can kind of get a head start on learning how nutrition plays this role, what each of the macronutrients are and how they're fueling your body, and then how micronutrients can actually really help you thrive through this process. Uh, Nutritional knowledge plays a vital role in fostering healthier, healthier relationships with food. Understanding the nutritional value of the foods we consume empowers us to make informed choices that align with our health and well-being goals. You know, it's like the saying goes, you don't know what you don't know. And that's why it's important that you learn so that you can make these informed choices. Uh, It allows us to navigate the often confusing landscape of dietary information and, and fitness fads or diet fads, enabling us to separate fact from fiction. With this knowledge, we can develop a balanced, sustainable, and mindful approach to nutrition that not only fuels our bodies, but also nourishes our minds and our spirits. It helps us make choices that promote energy, vitality, and overall health while allowing the occasional indulgences without guilt. By learning about the nutrition in our food and their impact on our bodies, we can make choices that support our physical and emotional well-being ultimately building a healthier and more positive relationship with what we eat you know, we, we have this culture now where there's all these different diets. Like the one that I think was super big, like, you know, two years ago was keto. And then it was like for a while, everybody was talking about carnivore. Maybe three years ago, everybody was talking about veganism. It's like, you're constantly having to like juggle all of these different things. But here's the thing. When you develop a true understanding of nutrition, you take it upon yourself to learn what nutrition is. You learn that there is no such thing as bad food. There is no such thing as bad food. There's only the quantity or sorry, the quality of the food that you eat. And if that allow, allow, uh, sorry, if that aligns with what you were trying to do, uh, so, For instance, you know, as like we just talked about here, you may be making food choices that align with you um, fueling your next workout. You know, it's the importance of knowing that carbohydrates, good quality carbohydrates are going to help fuel your next workout. And then knowing that post-workout afterwards, you want to be consuming some good quality protein to build and repair the muscle that you may have broken down. Those are important things to know. It's also important to have the wisdom and discernment even to know like, hey, Um, You know, it's been a long week. I've been super, you know, tight and rigid on my eating plan because I'm really trying to shape up and lose weight or whatever it may be. On Saturday, I'm going to allow myself to go to my favorite restaurant and order that high calorie meal, you know. Now, um, creating balance does not mean that 50% of the time we're consuming garbage and 50% 50 of the time we're consuming healthy food. It's that's not necessarily the balance and we'll discuss this more in the program, but the balance is really like 85-15 or 80-20 and really finding what works for you. Now, we're speaking in very simple terms here. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm a nutrition coach. There's a difference. Uh, And it's important to know that you may have some food intolerances that maybe you do need to separate yourself from, okay? But only you can make that decision or you and your nutritionist can make that decision. I can only kind of help you to guide, help guide you to make those decisions. So, uh, but nutritional knowledge, like I said, If you're in this course, you can go and you can access this information within your course where you can learn all about the fundamentals of nutrition. That way you can know which foods do what. Uh, A common mistake that I have made in the past was just assuming that everybody understood nutrition. Uh, I had one guy who I was working with and, you know, he would work out and I'm like, all right, man, awesome workout. Go get you some protein, you know, and I did this like two or three times. And every time afterwards, he's like, "Okay, cool, man. Yeah. And he would leave. Right. And he would come back in after awesome work. And I'm like, hey, man, make sure you get that protein. Great workout. And then finally, after one workout, he looked at me and goes, "Uh, Chase, what's protein? You know, and that was a fault on me. I should have instructed him and taught him. That's a part of my job as to what protein is, why you need to consume it, what foods contain it. That way he could go out and make the right choices. And so that was like something that I slipped up on. And it's a common thing that we have to realize is that many people walking around today don't have the foundational nutritional knowledge to help them make informed choices. And so take it upon yourself to do that, um, especially over the course of the next month, because once you know better, you want to do better. And so uh, this can be key. This can be something that really, really helps you. But really, I think all three of these things in this foundational course can be powerful for helping you. So, well, that wraps up today's episode over the foundations of mindful nourishment. I hope you got something of value out of today's episode. If you did, please do us a huge favor and subscribe to the podcast or leave us a review or both. That would be awesome. If you're interested in learning more about grateful gains or mindful nourishment, you can join this program or any of our other holistic fitness programs that we'll be running in the future simply by following the link in the show notes. I would love the opportunity to work more closely with you. So hope to see you there.